Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. Alright, here we go. The biggest thing that I really, truly wonder about is what do you think about vaginas, pussies, twats? What do you really think about our junk? I just wonder, do men think about their cocks and compare them or how they stack up the same way? I wonder, is mine just as appealing? That kind of thing. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had a lovely holiday season with your friends and family and everybody's back rested, ready to go, feeling sexy. Um, <laughs> I have to, I kind of have to out myself on this podcast. This is actually the third recording of this actual podcast. The first one was a complete just debacle because I was woken up, I guess was it yesterday morning, really early to an earthquake. So the earthquake happened about 2.30. It woke me up. I couldn't go back to bed. So about 3.30, what do I decide to do? I decided to record this podcast, the prior, the previous version. But truthfully, I was half asleep and I just kept saying, you know, you know, you know. If I had a nickel for every time I said, you know, in that podcast, I would just be fucking rich and I, <laughs> I could call it a day. It was terrible. Anyhow, and I normally, thank goodness, I normally don't go back and listen to it, but I was trying to, I thought, I'm going to try to pick some, I'm going to try to select the little sound bites and tell my sound guy like, Hey, take it from this on this time segment and this time segment. At any rate, when I started to listen to the beginning of it, I just thought this, oh my goodness, this is terrible. (laughs) So then I go to record during the day when I'm awake and alert and had some coffee. I try to record version two Again, apparently the sleep deprivation is still hanging in there because I record it without being hooked up to my microphone. So it's coming from my computer speakers, which I've made that mistake before. And I think you guys have heard some of those recordings. They turn out real shitty. So so I had to scrap that one. And then this is version three. So let's see if I can get this fucking done. You know, third time's a charm. So here we go. What the focus of today's podcast is, is really it's my burning question for the burning questions for the guys. You know, I get all these, all these Q and A's and, and a lot of messages in my, you know, inbox. And then, uh, there's just private messages and things like that with all these interesting questions. And, you know, I'd love to answer them. And the ones that I think are just the most interesting I'll, you know, I'll put on a, I'll put on a podcast. But the truth is I also have question burning questions for the guys. I have things I want to know. So I finally sat down and just wrote out like, what is it that I really want to know about and, you know, and why? So here we go. Um, I think the, the biggest thing that I really truly wonder about is what to what do you guys really think? What do guys think? Or, or even, you know, if you're, uh, of course this would apply to bisexual women or, or lesbians, 
What do you think about vaginas, pussies, twats? What do you really think about our junk? They're so different. You know, if you look out there in the world of Tumblr and porn and just all that's out there, there's so many variations, just like Cox, you know, but different. And I mean, what is it you really think about how we smell, how we taste? Do you run across ones that visually you're just like, no, this is a non-starter. That looks like sliced roast beef. I can't go there. Do you, you know, do you have those visually? Have you ever come across one where you thought, I can't do that. I just, I, I can't go there. It's a turnoff. And then the taste. Have you ever had, you know, what are the, what are the, what are the variations in the way women taste? You know, I've tasted myself, but I don't, I can't taste myself really. So, or I wonder, do I taste the way another guy would take, thinks I taste? I sort of think that's a little interpretive. I, I, I have a feeling all of our taste buds vary. So I don't know if two guys would tell you the same thing about the way I taste. Maybe they would. I probably got to start asking. And then the smell. I've been, t- now this is an interesting fact because I have been told from different guys that I, and, and, and the way they describe the way I smell was the same. It's kind of a flowery type of a smell. But that doesn't translate in taste. Like the time I was answering Carl's question on a QA and a and he wanted to know how I tasted, no, how, how I sm- what my morning smell was. And I answered that. And so I wonder if, that would be the same had there been a guy there that morning. Would he have agreed that, yep, it's exactly how you, that, that's what I'm smelling too. But anyway, again, just to go back to the original question, I need some feedback on what you guys really think about our vaginas. It's just so interesting to me. I've been told, like I said, I've been told that it's it's pretty. I've I've been told that uh, uh, frequently, and but I wonder, like, what does that mean? Because I see a lot of vaginas that I think are pretty, you know. So I I just I'm not sure how that translates over. But I'd really love to get more more feedback on what guys are really thinking about women's vaginas, the way they vary, do they have a standard that they will, you know, that that's a will, I will do this or I will not do this based on this criteria. And what is that criteria? You know, tell somebody to tell me all about it. Okay. Next, next question. What, so on in that same vein, kind of, what do you think of your own cocks? Are, you know, do you get insecure about the size, the shape of your balls? Are they, do you, 
do compare their the sagginess, the shape, the veininess, the wrinkliness, you know, all the different, the tautness. You know, is this something that you think about as it relates to other guys? Obviously, you are seeing the same thing I'm seeing. You're seeing other male, and for the ladies, a female genitalia. Do you look, do you think about how your cocks rank based on other cocks? And then does that make you either more confident, a little self-conscious? Do you wonder what women think about your cocks? Is the head too small? Is it too big? Mushroomy, not mushroomy enough. You know, just I, I'm fascinated by this. I think the only time I got into a serious discussion about cocks and their and the actual just aesthetics of it. Let me think about this. Maybe it's happened a couple times, but I know that I got into a specific conversation with BE about his because it's kind of unique the way it the way it turns which feels really good, and he has a great cock. But um, I, I think that what he was telling me was, and I, th- I believe he put this in the podcast, was that um, he didn't, when he was younger, it bothered him because it was different, and he realized that it was different. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry, I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners, and additional surprise bonus content so hot it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. Then when he got older, he realized, hey, the women like this. I mean, this, this is a bonus, a big one. Trust me, it is. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So I just wonder, do, do men think about their cocks and compare them or wonder about how they stack up the same way that women or more, I won't speak for all women, maybe more myself. Like, of course I look at other vaginas and wonder, Hmm, is mine just as pretty? Just is mine just as appealing? That kind of thing. It's, it's kind of interesting. Okay. This is a biggie for me. And I want to know 
the truth on this one. Do guys fake orgasms? And if so, why? And when would that be appropriate? You know, under what circumstance would you do that? Now, I've heard this can happen. I just don't understand logistically how. I'll say that I have myself at points in my life, this this is mostly being younger, I have faked an orgasm or two here or there. <laughs> um, and this was, again, this is really more when I'm, when I was younger. And generally speaking, the times I can remember doing that, it was with somebody that I... I wasn't really into, and I just kind of wanted it to be over. And there's been times when I couldn't orgasm, conversely, and I, as I got older, you know, I just, I, I just, I wouldn't fake it. You know, now I, I, I wouldn't do that because it just doesn't, there, there's no point in it. I would rather just tell the guy, hey, I'm not going to get there, so go ahead and finish up, then, uh, you know, then faking it. But when I was younger, on those rare circumstances or when that happened and, or I just wasn't com- comfortable doing what I needed to do to get myself off, regardless of what he was doing, you know, that was the that was the holdup. So really, you know, it was on me because now that I'm older, of course, I I know how my body works and I don't I don't have any hang ups for if for some reason the guy's not doing what I need need him to do to assist in the process, I can do it myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I really think women, you know, we got to just be in charge of it. We're in charge of our own orgasm. So it's not really on the guy. You know, when you're with a partner, over time that you know each other's bodies and those things are happening. But do guys fake orgasms and why? See, I'm a load inspector. I, I, I have a hard time believing this could have ever happened to me. When, when a guy has an orgasm, I want to see, I want to see it. Whether it's, you know, you've come on my stomach or my tits, wherever, you know, wherever it landed, I am going to get, I want, I want to make visual contact with it. I want to check it out. I want to see if you're healthy. Even if it's in a condom, which many times it is. I like to, <laughs> you know, in the past with guys I see frequently, I'm like, let me see. You know, I want to see what's in there. I want to see how much is coming out. I like to see, are you a heavy comer? I just, I don't know why. I'm, I'm interested in, in the actual cum itself. It's a turn on. I like to see it. So to me, uh, that seems like it would be hard to do. But I've heard that guys do it. So please, someone out there listening, if you faked one, send me an email. Tell me what happened. I I need to know the circumstance, how and why you do this. Number four is just my burning, burning, ongoing question. I'll probably never understand this one, but why do you send unsolicited dick pics? For the love of God. Why? Somebody explain this to me. Somebody, every time I get one, 
Uh, I just got one yesterday. I'll ask a guy, why did you send that to me? And I try not to be, I try to be very kind about it. I, I, I'm not angry or <laughs> offensive. I just say, oh, well, hello there. It's so interesting that you led with this picture. Why did you feel compelled to do that? I mean, it's a legitimate question. If you fucking dick pic me randomly without even introducing yourself, I think it's fair for me to ask. I want to understand what is going on in a guy's head that makes him do this. You know, a while back I did get a really funny, interesting explanation. Well, it wasn't an explanation. He was just commenting on it. A guy in Ireland, one of the, his handles, Ian Mack, (laughs) and he sent me, it was great. He sent me a voice explanation, an audio explanation, almost like a little podcast. You know, he just recorded, recorded himself talking to me about it and then emailed it to me. I loved it. Guys, if you ever want to do that, send me little voice memos. I love them. Uh, I'll send you one back too. But it was, first of all, his accent, super sexy. And, but to listen to him, he made me laugh so hard because he's kind of baffled by it too. And I thought it was just hilarious to, to listen to his perspective as a guy kind of wondering the same thing, because I think that his, um, he's a guy that I chat with on Tumblr from time to time and his profile pic has a, um, has a, it's, it's a picture of uh, Louis Vuitton, some high heels. And so he says he gets them because people don't go and click on his uh, information section and see that he's a guy. They just assume he's a female and <laughs> dick pick him. <laughs> so he's baffled by it, too. So it's kind of interesting. And he's a straight man. So he's not he's not interested in that. But very funny. Actually, it's a married guy. So uh, very funny. And... Uh, yeah, I, I, I still, I'm hoping maybe, maybe this year, maybe this year will be the year that I get some reasonable explanation for this dick picking phenomenon. I don't know. I won't hold my breath. So the next thing I'm wondering is what are you guys thinking about when you're fucking a woman? When you have your penis in her vagina, what, or in her ass, whatever. Or even when she's got her cock in her, your cock in her mouth. What are you thinking about? Are you focused on the way it feels? And are you in the moment? Are you thinking about porn? Or are you thinking about someone else? Predominantly. Yeah, that's what I want to know. I myself tend to be very in the moment. I will get caught up in, and I love that. That's one of the things I just love about sex, that it feels so good that I I literally, you know, I, when you're with someone that's doing it right and you're, you're jibing, you know, physically, 
it literally takes my breath away. It just feels so good. I can't, I couldn't be mentally anywhere else. Now, there are times where, just depending on the circumstance, maybe it's not someone, it may be the first time I'm with them or I don't know them as well. I'm not, haven't been as close physically with them. Or it's more just, there's no, there's not much of a connection there. So in uh, those guys, I may tend to uh, fantasize about, fantasize about something, you know, play an image in my head or think about someone else. Generally, I'll my go-to is to think about someone else if I need to kind of get over the hump, if you know what I mean. If I'm close and I can't quite get there and I'm, you know, because the, the, whatever, for whatever reason, um, then uh, I will. I, I have a couple go-to guys that I think about and, uh, and I'll boop, <laughs> pop them in there <laughs> and then, uh, get, get, get to the finale. But, um, I wonder if guys do the same thing. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same issue. Of course, now from a very egocentric standpoint, I'm hoping every guy I'm with just doesn't have to think about anybody else, that they're always totally in the moment with me. I realize that's probably unrealistic. And the reciprocal of what I just said about what I'm doing is is highly likely in the same scenarios as, you know, as I'm doing it with a particular, if I have to do it, it might be likely that they have to do it too. So I'm curious, guys, what, what is it? You know, what, what are you thinking about while you're having sex? And give me the, give me the reasons behind it. And after sex, do you want to cuddle or do you want to fucking run? What is your preference? So I used to be totally into the fucking run. I still, you know, I mean, I, it has its benefits, but it was interesting because last year what I really started to see is guys like to cuddle. They don't want you fucking and running. They don't, I thought they would appreciate this. I thought this is going to be highly appreciated. Turned out to be the opposite. So surprisingly enough to me, and it did surprise me, most of the guys want after, you know, after it, after the actual act, they want you to stick around for a little bit. They don't mind a little bit of chit chat. They don't mind a little bit of cuddling or snuggling. They don't want to take it to the extreme either, I'm sure, but they don't want you doing what I was doing, which is basically jumping up, pulling up my pants, and dashing out the door, maybe stuffing my underwear in my purse and just going home. (laughs) Literally, it (laughs) was... It got pretty, it got pretty obvious that I was just trying to get out of there. But I kind of thought it was, it was definitely more for me, but I also thought that, I thought that the guys would appreciate it too. It turns out not so much. So that's been my experience, but I would love to know what, from the just general populace, do you want the girl to just get up and leave or do you, or do you want to just get up and leave? 
or is do you want a little bit of cuddling? It, you know, and and if so, what's the parameters around the cuddling? Five minutes, you know, what's acceptable? Five, you know, cuddle for five minutes, have a little chit chat, and then it's okay to start putting on clothes. Do you? Is there a point where it's rude to leave too soon? <laughs> Let me know. I'm 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 wondering where guys land on this. The next thing I'm sort of interested, well, interested in is, do men get insecure about their bodies? So we all know women have, you know, have the, oh, does this make my butt look too big? Is this flattering? Is this, usually it's like, is this position flattering? Am I, (laughs) when I'm bending and contorting, what is What's folding on itself and how does that look? <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure during the act this is like the last thing the guys are thinking about. But uh women do. We we this runs through our heads. But I'm wondering if guys kind of have not maybe not so much during the act, but just you know, if how they're feeling about themselves overall physically cuz I believe it's kind of it the door swings both ways. When if women don't feel as physically fit or uh, just as attractive as they want to, it certainly affects their desire level to want to have sex. Now, or how they, or you know, and also how they want to have it. So, does does the same thing happen to guys? If you're feeling a little like, oh, I haven't hit the gym in a week, or I need, you know, I, my abs aren't as cut as I want them. Does that affect your desire and play into your thought process on whether or not you want to see someone and have sex? I think it does. I have, you know, I've learned a lot this past year. (laughs) Some of these little surprising nuances. I think some of that uh, is applicable to guys. You know, I think they do think about their physical their physical bodies and they're aware of how they look naked, you know, and, and either they think they look like a million bucks or sometimes they they think, oh, maybe I got a little room to improve. So guys, let me know where you stand on this one. Now, this may be it, this next question, this may be tough to explain, but I want to know what does it feel like for a guy to be inside of a woman? Somebody that's good with details, please ex- explain this to me. What does it feel like to be inside a pussy? And then the variety of pussies, I imagine. Some must feel better than others, right? I, I don't know why. Maybe uh, anatomically, maybe there's a better fit. Maybe some are tighter, looser, uh, feels better. Maybe some are wetter and that feels better or not as wet and that feels better. What, what, is, what are the factors? What are the criteria? And what does it feel like when you orgasm inside of a woman? Is it, I need this explained to me. I really want to, since I can't jump into your, into your own bodies and experience it myself, Somebody needs to tell me what, explain this to me, and please, in, 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 in very clear detail, 
what it feels like, and then what the variety feels like. I, I, again, I got to assume that some women, I don't know if it's just you have more chemistry with them that makes their vaginas feel better, or do you think it's actual, the, the actual just anatomical fact of what's going on with their vagina, the way it's built, that makes their pussies feel better? What are the what are the determinants here? I'm super curious about this. I, I'd love to know. You know, like if ten guys say, you know, it's it's always the wetness, or it's always you know, it's always this. I just I would love to start to understand that better. What you know, what what are some of the factors just that make a vagina feel better or not as good, possibly not as good, not as stimulating. And do you put, guys, do you put a lot of thought into when you're getting ready to meet a girl, to go out on a date? We'll say, we'll call it generically a date, whether it's going to be just a sex encounter or it's an actual date. Do you take a lot of time is there a lot of prep work involved? Do you put a lot of thought into it? Because I know as a female, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's for, it's a head to toe process, right? I mean, I might be, I might be, I'm thinking about, okay, what, how am I going to do my hair? Am I going to go get a blowout? Am I going to do it myself? Um, am I, you know, am I going to get a, a mani pedi? Am I painting my fingernails and my toes before I see this person? Or am I not? But always, you know, I'm taking care of my feet. I have a big thing about feet, by the way. Guys, let me tell you this. No girl wants to be touched by funky, disgusting gargoyle feet, okay? If you've got soles on your soles and your heels are all craggy and dry and disgusting and your toenails are like hook nails, this is not sexy. Please, do yourself a favor. Get yourself a little heel scraper and get your toenails cut or go get a freaking pedicure. You don't have to, you know, they, they can, they do, they do these for guys, but nobody wants to feel sandpaper, the sandpapery heels. And, and it's disgusting on women, by the way. I mean that if I see that on a female, I will just practically throw up my mouth. There's just certain things like, I think women should look feminine and I don't think, I don't think men should be feminine, but man, you know, if you've got some fucked up feet, that's, that's where I draw the line. That is just where I draw the line. Okay. <laughs> I'm off on a tangent there. I just had to put that in because <laughs> I'm always, I believe me when I, once I, once, once I get the first opportunity, I will be checking those feet out. And if they look bad, it's not going to work. Put a little lotion on your heels, okay? Just put a little lotion on there. It's no big deal. Doesn't make you doesn't make you uh, metrosexual in any way. But please take care of your feet. Okay, back to the back to the whole thing. You know, are you guys manscaping? I mean, I assume you know you're. Are you, are you thinking about your hair? Do you put any product in it? No product. You know, uh, some guys I think they just take a shower, brush their teeth, run their fingers through their hair let it air dry and they're out the door. And that's lovely, but that doesn't work for women. And I know that there's a variation of, of what guys do to get, you know, 
spiff themselves up. So, do you put a lot of time into it? You know, yes or no? And if yes, what is that all about? I mean, I, I definitely know there's guys I see that there's the manscaping, they're, everything's nice and trimmed and shaved, and it just, yes, I mean, they're definitely, they put the effort in. And I appreciate that. Women appreciate that. I certainly don't, you know, want you rolling up looking like a schlumpadinka and thinking I'm going to be <laughs> turned on by it. <laughs> okay. Um, my, I think my last question is maybe it's more of a little bit of a pet peeve, but I'll, um, do, do guys prefer it? It seems that it's gone this way, but I hope somebody's going to correct me if I'm wrong. Do guys prefer texting, just texting everything back and forth over versus, you know, having some phone calls, not long ones, but you know, sometimes I like to hear somebody's voice and sometimes I like them to hear my voice because what I have to say in a text cannot come across appropriately. It's the strangest thing to me because it seems to me that a lot of guys want to just text their whole, just text the whole your whole interaction where they're expressing themselves, that it has to be on a text as opposed to speaking it to you. I just find this very odd because to me, trying to type out what you're thinking and feeling seems like a step backwards, right? <laughs> we do have phones that that take phone calls where you can hear somebody's voice. So Again, I love texting for the convenience, for the quick, you know, what, what time are we getting together? Five. Where are we going? Here, boom. Here's the address. You know, all that, that doesn't warrant a phone call. But to get to know somebody and then have your, like, just have the whole dynamic be via text, to me, it, it's weird. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. I don't know. But... It seems to be that that it's a, to me, I use the, see, I'll use the texting. It's a, it's a, it's a way to stay disconnected, right? So I can, it's kind of a tool for me when I, you know, as I have my, you know, not looking for any kind of a connection type of a thing, but a quick low voice call here and there, it is more personal. And I, I like that. So just curious where guys land on that, what their, you know, what their thoughts are. If they're kind of with me, like, hey, we like the technology. We, we enjoy use, utilizing it, but it can't be the only way you communicate with a woman. Other guys, it just seems like that's all they want to do. They do not want, uh, they do not want any phone calls, which I'll have to say there is a direct link between guys that don't want phone calls just want to text the ones that are being dishonest. That's a dead giveaway, like right there. I mean, if you can't, if you can't take my call at any hour of the night, there's a reason you may not, you may be sleeping and you may not want to pick up, (sighs) but that's your reason. That's fine. And not that I call at, I'm 
to be clear here, I don't overcall, overcontact anybody. In fact, I get complaints that I'm not, I'm never the one reaching out. I really let the guys set the pace. But, and sometimes they take that the wrong way. But, uh, <laughs> or they think it's a lack of interest. But it's really not. But do, you know, there do, do you guys prefer just straight texting or is it okay to have a nice combination of the two? I prefer a nice combination of the two. All right. Well, I think that wraps up my burning questions for guys. Hopefully I get some interesting responses. And again, to everybody, happy new year. Please, please answer these questions. I need to know. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at thecuriousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.